So this is something new, Richie. Yes, it is. Uh, we, I just, I, I did just uh, use the analogy that we were going places we've never been before. So uh, yes, we will, <laughs> we will endeavour to see what happens. Um, we will, however, I did have a bit of a running order. Well, I, was it a running order? I'm not sure it was a running order, really. I had some topics for us to talk about, which was really Blackburn, Salford and transfer news in any particular order. Um, and what we will do, first of all, is talk Salford first, um, because we're lucky enough that Danny from One Up Front uh, is going to be with us to uh, to chat away. So we'll chat to him in a minute. Um, oh, so, <laughs> He's here already. Mr. Starkey is here saying we need more Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask you, Mr. Starkey, to come on, actually. I asked him to come on and um, he said he was busy. Can't go get it. Interrupt. Oh, I see. She's uh, she's star Starkey's causing trouble. Aaron's back again. Hello, Aaron. Uh, this is my other half, Kath, saying I've still got a cushion. Can you see this Rex and Lager? That was a that was a Christmas present, and yeah. I was like, what am I going to put over there on the bed? You know, to try and hide it because it, yeah. um, it's just a day bed, and uh, yeah, that I had to steal the uh, cushions. Starkey, stop, stop. Um, and you, Catherine, behave. She's been in bed or ill today, ill, yeah. Um, so we will, uh, we <laughs> and she's not made me tea, so um, yeah. We to will... be fair, she was there last night, no wonder she's ill today. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, and interestingly, just a quick note on that we did see you last night, so we were in the, we were in the fun bus with uh, MH Travel, uh, yeah. and you walked past us when you were going back to your bus or whatever you were. Whatever yeah, you were. Yeah. Um, but you might not have noticed it. I don't know if you've ever been on their fun bus before, the grey one. Uh, no, not the grey oh. one. No. Oh, special that is special. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that was uh, that was a bit of fun. So let's do this, as I said, in no particular order. Um, totally random. We will um, we will uh, throw Danny from one up front in at the deep end. Good evening, Danny. Can you hear me all right? Are there? I can, yeah, loud and clear. Excellent. I really appreciate that. So this was really last minute, just be, because of the. Um, really, it was it was inspired more by the the, the, the sort of Luke Bolton rumours that are started to circulate. Um, that's yeah. why I thought, well, let's let's see what we can find out. But obviously, obviously, I planned this with the weekend ahead, because obviously I didn't forget about the weekend, and it was it was a, it was a smooth operation. This, I'm sure you believe that, Danny, oh, don't I... you? Of course. <laughs> Uh, so, I guess we'll save the weekend till the end um, and uh, help a few of us out who are not maybe au fait with uh, Mr. Bolton. Give us a bit of background on what, well, maybe you know more than we do. Um, how, how deep are your, uh, your connections in Salford? Uh, well, I've been a season ticket holder for the last few years and I do a podcast about every single game. So, um, what what Luke has and hasn't done over the last few seasons is is something I'm I'm pretty familiar with. But I'd be very interested to know what you are aware of from the outside. What 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 do you? What's your perception of what you're thinking he is? Uh, so my limited understanding is he's a probably a right midfielder or a right winger that has in his past been a, been asked to play at fullback. 
Uh, I'm guessing mm -hmm. uh, that might have been a stretch for him, which is why predominantly he plays further forward for you. Uh, diminutive. Okay. Dribblery type wide forward. Okay. So, yeah, everything that you've heard there is is, is, is technically on base. Um, I think one of the reasons he wants to leave is not just our um, lowly position in the league. I think it's the fact that he has been, as you said, played out of position a number of times because he seems like a good lad who's willing to, to take one for the team. And he can fill in at right back, but he is an attacking winger with, like, at this level, absolutely extraordinary pace. That There are a few buts, though. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Isn't there always? So, yeah. so, 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 get ready for that because, for me, he's much better without the ball than with it. So, if you can play him in behind the defense into space, he's terrifying for the opposition. But if, if you're expecting him to beat players and, and do a Konchelski on people and just and just dribble, as you said, um, that's you can go a month without seeing him beat a man successfully. So. Um, that that's my overall assessment, but he does work hard defensively. If you want him to track back or you want him to sit deeper, he can do that because he's got brilliant recovery pace and he does seem like a real um, hard grafter. So from a uh, formation point of view, I'm guessing we're going to touch on something that we might have spoke about later. Um, are you are you boys now normally playing some version of four three three or what? Where would he fit in that? It's it's changed. I mean, it was it was successful last year when we played a four two three one. We had Louis Berry, who's ripped up trees with, with Stockport on one side, and we had um, another set of afterburners on the right with with Luke Bolton. And there was a, there was a spell last season where we were we, we ripped apart Mansfield. Um, we did crew over, and we really terrified Barrow all in about the same month um, because we had such pace wide. Now. I would say we've gone quite conservative. It's almost a 4-4-2 uh, with Junior Luamba as a second target man up alongside uh, Matt Smith. And Luke is playing as close as he has for a few months in his natural wide position on the right wing. So Wrexham under Phil Parkinson, pretty much, I think, virtually all his time, we've played a variation of 3-5-2. Uh, I think once or twice we've gone 3-4-3. But normally it's three five two, and the vast majority of us are expecting him to be asked to play right wing back. Oh dear! Does that does that yeah yeah? So does that terrify you off what you've seen, or do you think he's capable of that? But it might take some time, or not at all. I've seen it. Um, I've seen him try it this season because Neil Wood's plan before he was fired was to actually make this season a three five. Um, well, a, a definitely a back three system at least, three four three or a three five two, and as, as because he's so athletic and he's so fast and he's such a willing worker, um, Luke was slotted into that position, but it just wasn't his own. Um, he's not got the defensive instincts and he tries hard, and it just because he's having to sit that bit deeper, um, depending you know how 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 your formation actually pans out. It really doesn't play to his strengths to get him behind the defence. So I would worry if that was exactly where you want him to slot in. Uh, Richie, are you feeling confident? I mean, it's, it, it was a weird deal for us because we've already got two com competent right wing backs. So it's already sounding a bit weird to me, Richie. What were you, what were your thoughts? I think we both we all know that we need pace in the team. Uh, yeah. So that's a big massive tick box for me. Um, and I feel sometimes that. Barnett's not allowed to go forward as much as what I would like him to. 
because obviously he can beat a man. It was interesting that Danny said that he can't beat a man, but if you put it into the space, that's where he's more, sort of more beneficial for your team. Um, I've said it before on the, po- on, the, on the podcast, I would like us to change a formation slightly sometimes. You know, if it's not going right after 60 minutes, 70 minutes, and we've got that, it would just be nice to see maybe three up top, uh, mulling through the middle, if Luke went to the right, and then I think if we get a striker, maybe he goes to the left. You know, you've got to be you've got to be adaptable, haven't you? And we we know more than most teams. Teams just sit behind the ball against us a lot. Yeah, I'm just wondering now whether we are going to go at the start of the season, Danny. We tried a three four three against Wimbledon, didn't we? Uh, with yeah. Mer- it was actually James McLean who played behind. We didn't have Mullin at the time, did we? Uh, McLean played in behind, and I just wonder whether that would uh, that sounds to me of what you've said would pot- potentially mm. suit him more playing uh, playing wide, and uh, obviously Tozer would be, be allowed to spot him for those long balls and in behind, wouldn't he? So that might that sounds like it would suit him better off what you've said, Danny. There's one patented move that is absolutely um, the best way to set Luke free, and it's just a give and go. Um, a little, a little, a little pass into a midfielder. We have a player yeah. called Matty Lund, who's kind of um, his selection this season has mainly been to feed given goals to Luke Bolton when he's been fit. Um, I, I didn't mention his crossing. His crossing is also erratic, so I'm not selling him to you. I understand, but uh, we do. <laughs> he, he, he is a lot of the fan base absolutely love him, especially I would say the younger generation because he's so fast and he can be so exciting, but. After 10 games, if you've seen him nearly pull it off, you kind of think, how good is he? You know what I mean? And his stats aren't exactly eye-watering. I don't know what you've seen of those, but they're not as good as they could be. Now, I've seen nothing. I don't know, Richie, you can correct me. I've seen nothing with regards to the fee for this. Um, And I don't know, obviously, what you're seeing and hearing, Danny. But uh, a lot of the comments were about Wrexham basically not being able to afford him. There was a link at some point. Was it a week ago, Richie? We had a first link with him, um, which was obviously the first time we've probably approached Salford. uh, That's probably leaked from there. Um, Mm. What sort of money do you think it's going to take to get him out of Salford? Given the fans are saying that this would be a seven-figure fee, I mean, I I just don't see that being a Wrexham thing to do. What? Um, no, no, no. Uh, especially yeah. given his contract position, which is the whole reason he's probably going to go, he's out of contract at the end of the season, I believe. Um, I think, again, because if we don't want to stay with a struggling club, because he came from Man City, after all, only their yeah. academy. So I heard 400k. That's what I've, I've seemingly seen. Um, and... But I'll say one thing about Luke Bolton is that as a project, he was he was a change of direction for our ownership and, and our management because we were trying to look to invest in young talent and sign them on longer term contracts like we did with him rather than loan premiership players from, you know, academy teams. So it's actually worked because this guy's got some value because his potential is very, very high. But his day to day performance is frustrating, uh, but maybe I'm just being a bit too pessimistic. But I just want to be real with you. No, I think you're probably going to give us the real version because the the club are going to spin us a different version, the best version, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. as you'd expect, wouldn't you? To be fair, that's exactly what you'd expect. Of course. So for those of us who perhaps, obviously, I mean, who've only seen fleeting, um, uh, uh, seen him fleetingly. Is there anybody you could compare him to that might give us uh, in the wider football field that might give us a, a an idea on what sort of player we're, we're getting? 
Wow, that's that's a good one because I always think I think he believes he's Andre Kanchelskis um, yeah. of 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 like at peak Andre Kanchelskis who can knock a ball past a player and then catch it up and, and outpace defenders. But he tries that quite a lot, but it doesn't really work. So he, he's quite a bit stocky in that. But it, I think he is. If not, he's probably in the top two or three fastest players in the league. So if you can utilize that in the right way, you're onto a winner. But it, it's it's also Stockport are after him. I don't know if you know know that they're after. They've took everybody that that we, we, they took our left back last season. They took Louis Barry. They took Odin Bailey. So they, any anybody who seems to have value in our team, they want to asset strip us. So you've got competition. I'm just how how tall is he? Because I'm I'm just I'm not feeling the fact that he's going to be uh, winning headers from Toza's long balls, Richie. If I'm honest. <laughs> Oh, um, I would say he's probably sub six foot, but because he can kind of wedge himself in front of a defender um, and he yeah. can rise, he's got a bit of a leap yeah. on him. You could use him as um, maybe playing to his chest potentially, but not to his head. It's not something that you, you couldn't. Um, it's, it's definitely a launching situation over a defence rather than to his yeah. feet, really. At him. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's a good job, you know, that we're not the buyers in this deal because obviously uh, we would be coming out of this. I'd be thinking, well, what are we doing here? Um, so, uh, I, 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 I'm, and obviously we'll we'll talk a little bit about the weekend. Um, now, you guys had a change of manager. How long ago was that? Now, was it? Is it two, three weeks? Well, how long has it been? I've no idea. Time's flown. Four games. That's all I know. I don't know how many weeks. Yeah. It was. four <laughs> games. I think it's, all these, all these, these. These games turn into days, into weeks. So uh, your form is starting to improve. You had a good win at the weekend. Uh, when was the last? Where were we? A weekend, aren't we? Crew, um, crew. I think where you've got, where you've done crew and Matt Smith scored a hat trick. If uh, memory serves, that's right. Yeah, I was I, obviously legally. I was flicking between the games uh, on the uh, uh, on the magic on the magic internet box. Um, so um, you've got a little bit of form. We've gone away from home twice now. We've gone away to Newport and lost, disappointingly. Played, stunk the place out. And then we've obviously had a an expected loss at Blackburn last night, to be fair. Um, so how are you viewing the weekend coming up then? Are you are you sort of lapping your lips or what? What? what how are you feeling? I, I, I don't think it would be sensible to be uh, approaching it with relish, no. I think, I think it's going to, playing against you guys, will be telling us a lot about how good we actually are um, and not how good we've looked in certain games uh, recently because all, all all we are at the moment, we've had a new manager who's come in and he's ripped up the game plan of possession-based football because it wasn't working. That's why Neil Wood was fired. And he said, right. what can we what can we actually do with this squad of players? Well, Matt Smith, you've mentioned already, he's, he's, a, he's one of the only um, impact players we have. Um, Everything will go through Elliot Watt in midfield and we're basically going from back to front very, very quickly and playing very, very physically. So we've totally transformed than um, the team you would have seen. Um, I did go to the away match at your, your place early in the season and I'll, I'll blame you, you lot for one thing, that that late comeback, I think, yeah. shell-shocked us so much. We, we were actually suffering for two months. We couldn't, we, we could never hold a lead. Um, our confidence oh, yeah. was shot because of that. So it was, it was a massive, massive hit to us. Yeah, okay. You do now occasionally do hear about things like that, don't you? Uh, that the nerves kick in then as soon as uh, as soon as somebody gets an equaliser or pulls a goal yeah. back. Um, so, I mean, for your description, uh, uh, Richie, see if you agree with me here, that sounds exactly basically like what Wrexham do 
It's front to uh, and what you would have probably seen on that day, Danny. It's front to back as quickly as possible, uh, sometimes too quick, um, and it's physical and it's uh, pressure from set pieces and long throws, etc. It does sound as if um, it could just be our game Saturday, and I mean that in the mm. nicest way. Because we've, we've been doing up... it longer. That might be the advantage. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I did. Talking to somebody last night, actually, and we uh, obviously didn't know this was planned. But I said to somebody, and somebody looked at me horrific and said, I would look at Matt Smith just to get, if we were, maybe if we were a couple of places lower than where we were, I would have took a gamble on Matt Smith. Uh, I'm not trying to steal all your players here, by the way, Danny, but I just feel that's Stockport's job. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel he, um, for what we've got at the moment, um, he suits us. he play, and he plays more, and he's less injury prone. Well, from what it seems on the outside, to what we've currently got up top ourselves. Um, yeah. So I don't think I think it could be one for the bad neck gang on uh, Saturday then. Yeah. So how how have your fans gone with that then? Is that uh, are people just happy that you're starting to get some winning football, or is there any frustration in the fact that you're not trying to be, I, for for want of a better phrase, not caught not county light? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I mean, I'm. I, I'm the one who's kind of dra- dragging at the back of the group and saying, actually, hold on a bit. How long are we going to be able to play long ball football while other teams can't suss us out? As you said, we've got very little experience as a squad doing it. Whereas if you've been doing it all season, you've had a pre-season doing it and you've got the right athletes to do it. Because um, we, we actually tire. We, we've, we're a very good first half team doing this intense front fo- front footed football. In the second half against Bradford, and I would also say against Crew, we tend to die a bit of a death um so I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a i won't say it's an exclusive but i, I talked to a lot of podcasters of cal robinson's previous clubs so i talked to oxford i talked to mk dons and they told me he doesn't like target men so he, he's making do and bend at the moment with what he's got so i think come next season this format of football is going to be binned matt smith is going to be gone probably so he's probably going to yeah. be a, a freebie if you want him take him <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, well, if Phil Parkinson is listening, we know what's going to happen, don't we? Because this is, I mean, I don't think, yeah. I don't, Parky's always played this type of football. So that's why I say that, um, you know, he is he is sort of notorious for this, uh, should we call it direct, quick from, from back to front type of football? Um, yeah. So when you visited the race course earlier in the season and you, with all the hullabaloo, um, mm-hmm. what, were your, what were your expectations about us as, as a team and what were your post-game thoughts about us as a team? Okay. Um, based on just one match, because I've not seen the documentary, I'm probably the only person in, in this, oh, that's in this what, country might be good. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's not seen it. So I don't know anything about that. I didn't really know any of the players apart from, I think Fletcher came on late on, didn't he? I knew him from his Premier League time with Sunderland, yeah. etc. So I actually thought um, for the majority of the game, we were by far better than you in, in that in that instance. I thought I thought we controlled it. I thought we were passing well. Um, the, the thing I was most impressed with with, with, with your lads was... I thought the mobility and the cleverness of runs from your strikers or, or striker and supporting striker was exceptional. Um, that's one thing that really stuck with me. Um, and I just felt that you had that, you know, that magic momentum. Once you had it with the home fans behind you, we were the stand to we, the stand to my right was just yeah. alive. It was it was like teaming ants. Um, so that that once that happened, 
Um, and we were already in a kind of a bit of a bad run where we didn't have too much confidence. We completely wilted and you were just in our box, in our box, in our box. And it was just, it was, it was probably um, justifyingly um, a really bad experience. To, as I said, we were carrying until Robinson's give us a bit of a surge, a surge of belief. Yeah, that's what you've just said was interesting because we are much better in the second half. Um, we seem yeah. to be really slow starters, Richie, don't we? Uh, yeah. For some reason, and uh, that last twenty minutes can be relentless. And I've, and if you get the fans going, where the you know all the young kids and uh, like the, the hooligans like me are in that uh, that end that you've just described, Danny. Um, yeah. You know, once that gets it's back up and and, and smells blood. Uh, that's kind of the experience that you were uh, were sort of visualizing, I guess. Uh, you know, um, so but a different. This obviously it's different on Saturday because we obviously come to you, um, to your yeah. we come to your home ground. So um, tell us a little bit about that. What will what could we sort of expect? What will atmosphere, numbers, uh, environment? Uh, obviously, we know it's modest. Um, you know, yeah, nothing wrong with is. that at all. But just give us the give us the gen on uh, what you think is sort of relevant for a. For us okay um, i'm not being purposefully downbeat by the way this is just who i am <laughs> so no um, no that's all right it's all right being uh it's, some, it's all right being realistic i call you then it's all yeah. right okay so so for me um we do get we do get chance of an opposition fans at our place is this a library and sometimes it is um, sometimes yeah. because th there's not many fans in there. I don't think that's going to be a problem uh, come Saturday because every seat that's not going to a Salford fan is going to be for someone who wants to say, oh, I've seen that team from the documentary or a Wrexham yeah. fan who's coming the wrong end. So I think there's going to be an atmosphere there, but it, um, I would say the majority of it will not be created. We, we've, got, we've got a set of really um, you know, vociferous young fans behind one of the goals in the West Stand. But I think yeah. apart from that, it's a pretty quiet stadium. Okay, uh, and then sort of what about for for visiting fans? What facilities and stuff like that? Is there anything? Because um, my understanding is you're a little bit out of the way, so um, we what, are. Any yeah. you know, have we got the old burger vans going outside? What's going on? Uh, yeah, we've there's 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 decent stuff enough. We've just upgraded our catering facilities, so I think the it's more expensive than it was. So like the water's gone from under a quid to nearly two quid in like a, a nice paper carton, but decent food on <laughs> offer. Um, I don't. You're not allowed to drink within sight of the pitch. That's an EFL thing. So don't, but Always. a lot of our yeah. fans were from the non-league scene, so they were kind of thinking, "Oh, we should go back to those days." But um, yeah. the tickets. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the tickets are amazingly priced. I think as much as they are for away fans as they are for home fans, because people were saying to me for the crew ticket that I paid twenty-seven pound for, that's ridiculous. But I mean, in the scheme of things, to watch a game of football, it's not a lot. But I'm sure we probably charge you if not less than 20, prob probably around that figure, which I think is very competitive. Yeah, in fact, I haven't picked my ticket. I don't think I've picked my ticket up from the club shop yet. Um, so for, for team-wise, for you, what, do you what, what are you expecting to, to would be your guess at your lineup? Um, if you, I know it's, a, it's hard when you've got a new manager because they could potentially tweak things, but if you had to guess your lineup, what would you be sort of uh, hanging your hat on it being? With Matt Smith up front, I'm assuming post hatching. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, it's funny because I think if not for the last two, maybe if even the last three games, we've been we've been completely unchanged. Um, so it's probably going to be the four four two. Um, I think we're going to be. It's difficult. The only place up for grabs, I would say, is our right back position. Um, I think both of them are Welsh. Um, so we've got Liam Shepherd coming back from injury. 
um, who may play, or we may have Declan John, who's on loan to us from um, Bolton, who's playing out of position, and we're having to shove him in at right back because we've got an injury to someone else. So I think it'll be unchanged. It's it's almost like why would he mess with the um, what he's already built, and he's got an understanding and a bit of chemistry between that starting eleven. So just quickly run us through some through those names because some of us won't right. be familiar with all them. Not a problem. I'll, I'll try my best because I'm rubbish at short term yeah. memory, but I should know my own team, shouldn't I? So Alex Kearns <laughs> in net. Um, yeah. We've got uh, left back will be um, Luke Garbutt, and we yeah. two centre halves will be Curtis Tilt and Theo Vassell. And then Rex and both of them, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't aware of that. Although, actually, yeah. I may be in another, another Wrexham podcast and, and they were mentioning possibly Theo Vassell, so that rings a bell. Um, I know he's been yeah. around before. Um, going into midfield, um, Luke Bolton, I would think, would be on the right, um, possibly, if he's with us. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, for you or for us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or he'll just be sitting it out, you know, waiting, waiting his new contract. Um, but he's potentially <laughs> going to play on the right. Um, on the left, it's um, maybe Connor McElhenney. Um, two midfielders, uh, centre, will have Ryan Watson and Elliot Watt and Matt Smith and one other. I'm trying to think who else that might be. Um, possibly, not not sure who we'd do, because, I mean, I've already gone in 10 there, but it's... We'll probably go with a youngster called Kelly and Mai, who's have got afterburners down the left hand side. So we may go, we may go with that avenue. But it's, it's, um, it's a team that believes in itself. So you're going to have something to contend with, at least from a physical standpoint, for sure. Okay, interesting. Yeah, Curtis Tilt was a uh, 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 was here longer ago, um, and then uh, Vassell got released just before the the uh, takeover. I think Richie won it. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm amazed we let him go because he's he's got some real assets. He, you know, he's a big lad. He's good on the ball. He he's is. quick enough. Um, and Tilt, to be fair, to, did Tilt go to Blackpool from he us did. or Wigan? Yeah, Blackpool or Wigan. Wigan definitely. That was the last club before he came to us, Wigan, I believe. Yeah, I think he went to Blackpool then, and then he went to Wigan. Yeah, but okay. but I, I'd have to Google it just to um, just to be safe. Um, so, are you a score prediction person or a non-score prediction person? Before I ask you, I just need to know. Uh, don't tell me yet. I'm just interested. Some people don't like it. That's why I ask. Um, I, I I tend not to remember scores. So, um, but I, I can I can I can give one if you like me to. Yeah, I'm give happy one to, in a to give a prediction. Yeah, if you like. Before we get to that, before we get to that, um, who do you think the threats will be from the Wrexham side? What's the what's what names strike fear in you? Should we say? Well, I haven't hey, looked. At, I know that your your form has been very very good since we played you. Um, and when I, the only time I looked at your team stats was before we played you last time. So I remembered that you had a midfielder um, who'd scored an inordinate amount of goals from midfield. Is it Elliot, Elliot Lee, Lee, is it? Yeah. 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 Rob Lee's um, done, if you remember him, from the Premier League. Rob Lee? Wow, okay, yeah. Um, Ex-Newcastle, I do remember Rob Lee. And the only other player, um, I know I know Mullin uh, was one who impressed me, and it, I don't know if Fletcher is like your super sub, but yeah, he's got quality and he's someone to be pretty scared of. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, we're, we're all scratching our heads because some of those names we like. I was thought Fletcher might play last night, and he wasn't even on the bench. So I'm, I'm assuming he's injured, but I haven't heard anything, so I'm not sure. Um, but it's our away form. Our away form should give you real hope because we are not the same mm. team away as we are at home. 
which is uh, which is interesting. So um, so we will do some predictions. We'll start with you, Richie. What's uh, we won't? We'll give Danny a second to compose himself and uh, let his head rule his heart. Uh, but and Richie Richie likes a wild prediction, so anything could come out here. Dad, prepare yourself. Is all I'm saying, right? Uh, well, it obviously seems that Salford have found their scoring boots. Uh, recently. <laughs> oh, there's a four three so, coming uh, here or something. Here we go. Go on. This, this I, I was gonna. I'm gonna mirror the score that. They were involved in last 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 week. I think we'll have to nick it three two. I couldn't tell you to score the three, but I think we'll score three. Okay. I mean, you're going to get value for money anyway, Danny. That's the yeah. only good thing in it. So, yeah. um, so go on. Give us your give us your thoughts. Give us your gut feeling. I'll go one better and think we'll lose three one because I, I do think, as you've said, that your the fact you're practiced and you built a team to play physically, and we're almost yeah. playing at it. I do think that's going to be a major deal because we, we've had, we've probably had about what ten training sessions since he joined or whatever it is in between matches. Yeah. So we 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 we'll probably get out muscled and and out for I think maybe. Okay, well I'll take a two-one win. I'll just take any away win at the moment to be honest because it's we're at that point of the season where you just you need to grind out some wins, aren't you? And for us, we're trying to grind out and stay in that top three sort of thing. So. Um... Yeah. I'll take a, a two-one, and if you had to put a fiver on Luke Bolton being at Salford by deadline day, what would you, what, what do you think the chances are? I don't think if he doesn't want to renew his contract, I think it doesn't make sense for him to stay. Uh, one for his the next few months of his career because he's just going to, you know, it's going to be a waste of his time, and also I think the club are going to lose out financially. So I don't think it's going to be a million pound fee at this this point with with that little time left in his contract. So I think he will be going to you, or he'll be going to Stockport. Um, and I'd rather him go to you because I'm sick of players going to Stockport. Yeah. What sort of? I mean, it's all speculation. This, but what yeah. is he a bigger? Would he be a big earner given uh, given where he's come from, etc.? Or you know, has Salford been throwing out big contracts when the you know since the uh, the boys have been there or what? I think I think I think they did. I wouldn't say he's. I don't know the stats on that because I have actually written to the media people at Salford and tried to get contract expiry dates as well as. Um, realistic figures rather than going on to like some salary sport website so yes. um, I couldn't tell you there but the fact he came he came from cities under 23s um, I don't, I don't think, think he would so, have would you? you know and he, he's not been an ever present either he's not been someone who's been right. you know um, so I, I, I think Matt Smith's earning probably quite a whack uh, but we've stopped paying big wages now and I think um, we're probably going to it's, it's like the taps have been turned off, maybe from the uh, the Singapore side um, of our ownership rather than the yeah. Class of 92 side. We just said Peter Lim, we've lost enough many in this. Exactly. I think he's a Valencia Peter. owner too. So he was, Yeah, um, he took Gary Neville there, didn't he? Yeah. For a short time, yeah. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Right. Well, listen, Danny. I I really appreciate your time. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you go and have your tea. Uh, My uh, pleasure. And, yeah. Uh, Maybe we will uh, we will speak again. Uh, I definitely won't message you, depending on the result on, on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> Your prerogative. All right, Dan. <laughs> Thanks very much, Danny. Appreciate that, bud. Cheers. Have a good one. Enjoy Bye the night. game, mate. Ta -ra. Hello, everybody. Shout out time again, and we're once again beating the drum for MH Travel North Wales. 
who should be your first choice for away match travel. Uh, so if you need to get a bus to uh, an away game, Mike and Haley should definitely be the place that you, you go. So they run MH Travel North Wales. You can find them on Facebook if you search for MH Travel North Wales. That's where you can also uh, send them messages using Messenger. Uh, and all their contact details are obviously in their uh, sort of about page. But they're doing a bus on Saturday to Salford City. Uh, it's £12 a seat. There's still some seats left. Uh, where they've got pickup points in Roast Duckland, by Dunelm in town, the Acton Pub, Acton Smithy, the Texaco in Gresford and Marford. Those pickups start in Roast Duckland at half past 11. Um, and end by the time they get to Marford, which is the last pickup point, will be 10 past 12. Uh, it's only £12 per seat, and uh, obviously if you get lucky, you might get the uh, extra leg roomy seats, so that's uh, that's a little treat for you for that little journey to Salford City. But yeah, can't recommend them enough. Mike and Haley do a brilliant job. The bus is lovely and comfy, the toilet works, and they should be the first place you go when you need uh, away, away game travel. So go and search for them. Uh, it's MH Travel North Wales on Facebook. You can find them at mhtravelnorthwales.co.uk. You can ring them on 01978 534 Right, enough of that. Back to the podcast. There we go, Richie. How are we feeling? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought uh, he wasn't sort of... I thought it was real honest, actually. Uh, honesty. And like you said, you know, if you look at it that way, 10 training sessions with a new manager trying to put in a new style of play and a new formation is difficult at whatever level you're trying to do. Um, you know, and maybe he's just gone in and looked at the players, maybe looked at a couple of videos before he's gone in and gone, now we need to change this up here. Now we need to uh, need to get the ball forward a lot quicker. Yeah, it's going to be real. It's such a different style of play. It's not easy to transition to, is it? No. Um, depending what you've been trying to do, so I think that'll be really that'll be really interesting to see how uh, how that plays out. But it sounds like they're going to try and play uh, they're going to try and play parky ball, and um, in theory we should be better. Um, speaking of getting better, the red horde has entered the room, uh, who's been in hospital recently from memory. Uh, so um, I think he, uh, I did invite him to come on today. He said he was uh, he was too busy, far too busy for little podcasts like us. I think were the words he used. So uh, uh, <laughs> so nice to see you, Sean. Uh, and Emma was here. Um, she's crept in uh, to uh, to say hello. So always nice to see Emma. Um, so uh, he's, he's look, he's at it again. Look, uh, indeed. Um, so, what should we do? What do you want to do next, Richie? Do you want to talk transfers? Do we do we speculate a bit more, or are we uh, are we going to go back to Blackburn? I think we should go Blackburn, then we can finish on a high, can't we? Or positive? We'll finish on a high. All right. So I know you. I know you were there uh, because yep. I saw you walk past our bus. It was only because the, there was too many people walking past that door. We couldn't open the door, otherwise we'd have slammed the door open, and, but we'd have we'd have probably killed somebody. So, <laughs> so you were there. Um, we arrived in great with great expectation, and um, it started so well. <laughs> it started that first. What was it? I don't know. We we settled down after five minutes, ten minutes, and then you know, then we get the goal, and we're thinking, oh, hello, here we go. Um, but then it. Didn't quite go to plan in the end. No, um, I think 
I don't know what it was. We did we sort of stir the stir the dragon when we scored, so to speak, because yeah. they sort of. Uh, I was really impressed with their press after they scored the first goal. I thought their intensity and their press. You could tell that that's the difference. You could tell between the two levels straight away. Um, the speed at which some of their players on the ball um, didn't have to look, just passing the ball, and we were just we, we were just caught out of position. Uh, wandering a bit, and I'm going to say this. I know it's for both teams, but that that pitch looks huge. Their pitch, and we got absolutely trampled on um, through the middle of the park as well. Um, yeah, it's, that's it's, an interesting point. That now you've said it, I'm trying to sort of visualise it, and I'm thinking I agree with you, but I didn't think that at the time because I just in my head I went, oh, it's just another football pitch. But now you've said it, it'd be interesting to get the measurements on that because uh, you could be right there. Yeah, it just it just seemed that I don't know. There was if it was ten yards either side. I'm not sure what it you know. Just yeah. speaking off the top of my head, but yeah, it made difference. I just think we didn't have enough players who turned up, um, and we had some people who normally we could probably rely on. They had a few bad games between them. Yeah, I think. Um... We will pick a uh, a couple of them out, but the uh, the thing for me, the reason we lost that game, we couldn't compete. We couldn't. We, we just couldn't handle their passing and moving, and their movement, especially off the ball, uh, was excellent. Um, and I was a bit surprised, to be honest, um, that we couldn't. Um, I think we were capable of playing better than that, though. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure what happened because how it's whether it was just the goals that stalled our performance or what. But we're definitely capable of playing better than that. Um, and we were just unlucky that last night was the night that um, Arthur decides to go walk about at a key time and obviously concedes a goal, aren't we? That was uh, most unfortunate. Yeah, I, I've seen that. Look, I've gone through the highlights again today and you, you look at them and you just think, you know, one he went out for, didn't he? Sort of hesitated. Um, the other one, he just sort of, like a sweeper keeper just came flying out, like a FIFA keeper, really. I don't know. I still don't understand you how pressed he... pressed X and he just yeah. went out like... I just don't know how he read that one, really. And, that you know, it was an easy finish in the end for the lad. So, but, you know, for what he's done since he's come in, um, you know, if that's the only mistakes, you know, he's going to make for the rest of the season, then yeah. we'll take it all day long. I'd rather it be in the cup game than in the uh, than in the league is the, uh, the common consensus, isn't it? Um, yeah. We'll talk about Moles in a minute because uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, well, post a loss, people go nuts, don't they? There's been a lot of yeah. rubbish spoken. Uh, I, I saw somebody say that uh, Tozer O'Connell and Oconquo shouldn't come out for the second half. That was the best comment I'd seen. I was like, what on earth? <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Um, so, um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because uh, Mr. Starkey's still in the house and he says, can confirm the bed behind Matt is comfy. That is where <laughs> Mr. Starkey has stayed on that bed. Um, and we will not... Uh, and in fact, I've got... A, I'm not sure if I put it on Twitter. Starkey will confirm this. It's, but down here is where he was wearing my little baby Yoda blanket and it's got a picture of him with little baby Yoda ears on and stuff. So uh, that is out there on the internet. I'm going to find it, Starkey, and I'm going to retweet it. Um, so <laughs> no, no, let's not. He says, uh, no. Let, honestly, let's do that. That's really good. Um, I think we definitely should. Um, so um, 
Yeah. Any, any, who, I say we'll go on to Mulls in a second just because I've just I've seen something that I found quite interesting. But uh, who were the other win? Any winners and losers for us? I thought O'Connell struggled. That was a fitness thing. I think um, the back three for me were all over the shop. Yeah, I thought uh, Cloweth was the best of the three, though, ironically. Maybe the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, but I, did, yeah, I still yeah. don't think he was. I thought he got. What was quite reminiscent is that when we got done at Sheffield United last year, mm. he got caught out, didn't he, for one of the... That hesitation, uh, that goal, yeah. yeah. And I felt that was... that, that coming to, I mean, we've got to remember his age as well, you know, he's you know, he's still learning the game and that, whatever. But I think for the back three, because I always said about the midfield, it was so open and that much space. And we've got to remember, is it Wharton? He, you know, the price tag on his head is £25 million at the moment. That's the brother. It's um, the brother. Yeah. So brother that's going for that. Brother, is it? Yeah. But <clears throat> last night you look at them and you just think Toja got e- exposed to me because we had we didn't have the cover in there. And that's not to say that George Evans didn't do his job yeah. in Canon, but because they were having to do other things, that's where the exposure came. Okay. Um and because Toja didn't have that protection. You know, he he's, he does a good job for us week in, week out, from what you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But when he is exposed, it just showed, didn't it, that the lack of pace um, that he's got. Um, and not, not just to single out him as well, you know, because there was a few others who didn't have a very good game. It uh, didn't influence the game as what well. maybe they could have. Yeah. But we just didn't get the ball, did we, into the right areas, maybe. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's just see if this will work now, if this will allow me to... Share my screen because I just I went looking for things. Uh, present share screen. I went looking. Tell me if you can tell me if you can see this. Uh, yeah, you can see that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's nothing on it as of yet, but I just need you to know. So there's um, I don't know. You can you see my mouse? No, no. All right. So the pitch on the right hand side is the Wrexham half, right? And what I'm going to show you is uh, is really interesting. So you know what a football pitch looks like. Uh, yeah. Imagine we're kicking on that mini pitch on the right-hand side. We're kicking from right to left, yeah? Yeah. So on the left-hand side is where your attackers should be. Where would you want Paul Mullin to be on that diagram? To no. I mean, you don't need to see the diagram. You just need to tell me where you expect Paul Mullin to be on a football pitch predominantly. In the, th- the final third. In the final third. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to go uh, a little bit more detail than that. I'm going to say I want Paul Mullin inside the 18-yard box. Um, yeah, yeah. Because that's where, in theory, that's where, that's going to give him the best chance of scoring goals. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so there is the Paul Mullin heat map from yesterday. Mm. Um, so it's, it's predominantly where? Scrambling round in his own half, hardly in the 18-yard box, yeah? yeah? So we're all scratching our head going, why is Mullin not scoring goals? Uh, there's your answer, kids, because we ain't creating chances for him and getting him in the box. Um, and that's the problem that we've got to fix, haven't we? We Either via a partner, or I guess you might say via a PC winger who's perhaps going to whip low crosses in or cutbacks is what we might ask him to do in Luke Bolton. Um, but fundamentally... You know, ninety-five percent of Mullins' work there is outside of the outside of the box, and that is a problem for Wrexham, and we've got to fix that. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. And you know, everyone says um, when he's not scoring, but look at the shift he puts in for the team. Yeah, I would rather Paul Mullin 
is 10 goals better off. And doesn't and, run. like And lazy. Uh, people yeah. say lazy, but, you know, because he's never that type of player. He's always... Saves his energy is what we call it. Yeah. And it's like you say, he works in between them goalposts. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he doesn't need to run back. Like, you know, just think of the back, back to that Shrewsbury game. You know, I know we were hanging on, but he's running from one side of the pitch to the other near enough, isn't he? That's right, yes. On the left-hand yeah. side, um, yeah, which yeah. is great to see and <clears throat> got the fans going and raised the atmosphere in our end a little bit. But Paul Mullin is paid and he's good at scoring goals and yeah. that's what we can get back to doing. Yeah, I I agree. And fund- hopefully we can have a bit of a reset. Uh, just uh, and if you uh, just something's just reminded me, season one of the documentary we brought Palmer to do that work for Mullin, didn't we? That's what we're just yeah. thinking. There was a wasn't there a scene where Parky said I need somebody to do mul- to do the running yeah. for Mulls, basically or words to that effect. Yeah. Um, to do that, and it was Ollie Palmer that obviously we brought in in the end. Um, so yeah, I think that was that. I just when I was looking through those stats and stuff, I just I found that quite interesting. I was like, you know, because there's a there's a there is oh, there's always people who criticise. I've seen a bit of criticism of him, and I don't think it's deserved because we do not. Paul Mullin at the moment is like the wrong type of striker for us. Uh, in yeah. the, we don't play to his strengths at all. We need little. If he played for Blackburn last night, he'd have scored two or three goals. Yeah. Because um, they create centrally, you know, Smodix wanders around and, um, you know, little through balls and slide rule balls. And uh, they, they play cutbacks. They were trying to get in behind us, in behind our wing backs to play cutbacks. Um, and Mulls would have a field day doing that. You know, he needs to play more like Langstaff uh, and, and less like, you know, doing all that work. So uh, hopefully we can get some sort of little bit of a, a reset. Uh, just a point here from Brian. Um, they said the pitch looked really wide. Tozer's throws weren't e- even reaching the six-yard box. I think there's an answer for that, Richie. I don't know if you noticed uh, as as to why that was such a struggle. Uh, so I think there's two reasons. One might be to do with what you've said about the width of the pitch. Mm. Um, so for those people that don't know, basically there are, I think there are criteria um, that you're allowed to be within for the size of your pitch. So you can adjust the size of your pitch every season. Um and I think it's criteria. I don't know what they are, but I think that there are rules to what a minimum and a maximum can be. So your point about it being a big pitch obviously makes the throw further. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where you were sat, but could you see the uh, the, the touch lines and, and why the, that might have been a bit more problematic for Tozer? Yeah. Um, the stand, as you're looking at the pitch to the right-hand side, yeah, um, it's got a massive um, walkway in front of it. And then obviously that you could see that that sort of meant that the advertising hoardings were closer to the pitch. Um, it's actually always, I remember back to when Blackburn, the Premier League days, they they used to play with two wingers, didn't they? So it used to have a wide pitch. Um, they always played with two wingers. And I think that they've just obviously kept that. Wilcox kept and thing. Jason Ripley, I think it was. I'm, I'm having to just go back Stuart now. Was, Stuart yeah, Ripley, was it? Right. Yeah. Going back yeah. to the good old days of the Premier League, there, there, kids. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, but that, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it, it, it was, you know, that's all what I, I viewed it straight away. You're just thinking, you look, I mean, be interesting, well, maybe we'll find out for ne- next week a couple of things, just what the, the measurements were for that Blackburn pitch. Yeah. Um, but just, just to go on that point with Mullin, and I'm going to have to do this research myself, I'd love to know. <clears throat> How many games consecutively he's played with the same partner? 
since he's come back because it's Fletcher, it's Dalby, not oh, Ollie okay. as much as he really, no. to be fair. Um, I think Fletcher did a little bit of a run, didn't he? Because we were like, the man's played four games in a row, you know, he's 36 years of age. Yeah, we were wondering where he'd get a rest yeah. and he didn't. Instead, he had injury, but all oh, well, yeah. Injury, yeah. But um, that can't, that obviously does make a difference. I mean, he was successful with Ollie, wasn't he? Um, yeah. But, you know, I suppose needs must and what happens in the training pitch. But I think we need to, uh, not, not to go in too much into the next section, he needs somebody else to come in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you, just uh, let's give uh, Sean a bit of a, a, a bit of promotion here. So just in case, if people can't go to a game, uh, and you have no other means of legally watching the game, uh, you should definitely go uh, to the Red Horde's YouTube channel and do a watch-along, because uh, he has a really good community of fans who, uh, who, who are talking all through the game, uh, really engaged. So, yeah, go and... Uh, go. And I can't remember which game. Sure, sure might remind me which game I couldn't go to, and I was in there with them. Oh, I can't remember which one it was. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good way of watching the game if you can't if you can't see it. Um, so uh, just uh, what was he saying? Cannon was on it. Uh, poor young Max had his worst performance. So it, you know, interesting. Was it Wal- uh, Was it Walsall? No, I was I was at Walsall, so it wasn't Walsall. I don't think. Um, so yeah, you know that ties into what we were basically saying. Although I didn't think Max was as bad as the others, but. Um, yeah. Uh, so Daniel Shepard, just remember that Luke Bolton reminds me of Adama Traore as a wide player. Lots of pace and activity, but not a lot of end product. Also quite inconsistent. Um, well, this is fit. I'm so glad we've done this tonight. I can't wait for us to blow two to four hundred thousand pounds on this player to basically be driven mad. <laughs> it's, it's like that sounds like what we're going to get, doesn't it? Yeah, but interesting what Danny said about a project as well. And we know this is what Parky does, you know, when he got all the lads in the first time, didn't we? We got full League One to take with us. Um, I think they're coming to the end of their cycle, some of them. But he did that with in mind. Um, I, heard, I heard 350, but, you know, I, I still think that's a lot, really, for uh, for what we're looking at. I mean, he's I not... Do. If it's our contract, I think I'd be sitting on that and going, no, thanks. He's not been one... Who um, you don't get, you know, EFL players stand out, do you? Um, you know, you, you don't. You see him now and again. You know, we've all heard of the Langstaffs, and we heard of Barry at Stockport, and you know, a few other lads started around the league. Lads, lads who were at Swindon and things like that. He was getting no headlines, was he, in from anywhere? Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Uh, Emma, Emma agrees with me that Moles is not getting the service. I am adamant that um, uh, he's running himself in the ground. He's just, uh, and like you say, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. Um, but, yeah, just tell him not to, you know, just to pick and choose his runs. And, um, uh, in fact, I do see, we watch Parkinson a lot, and I do see Park he, encouraging the front two to press the ball all the time, Mulls included. So, you know, let's, uh, you know, some variation needed there. I, I agree with you, Richie. It'd be nice to just say, play between the width of the posts um, and just, you know, 20 yards most coming backwards. Don't be running all the way back to right back to make tackles and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and when we chase the game, how many times have we seen Moles drop in behind the two big lads? Yeah. We've seen yeah. a few times, haven't we? Three yeah. or four times I can think of. Just yeah. off the top of my head. And, you know, Moles drops in and then the other two. And it's because, because he's energetic because of his work ethic, isn't it? Yeah. No, I uh, I agree with you there. That was... Uh... 
that was uh, that was a really good point. Uh, Aaron says uh, he sounds very similar to Barnett, just not as good on the ball. Um, yeah, it's the final ball because Barnett had it was exceptional with his delivery, wasn't it? He didn't he, when we first signed him. There was a lot of stats about how many uh, assists he gets and the, his quality of his delivery. Whereas it sounds like we're going to get inconsistency here, which is uh, uh, something for us. I don't know whether that's uh, a good thing or a or a bad thing. I'm not sure. We, we, we think about it, and only unless we do change formation, but which you know, me and you sometimes do ask for, but we can't see it happening. Um, He's a dear sub to bring on for the last 20. He is, yeah. Barney's, you know, to bring on for the last 20. It, it's where you where you sit in the camp, isn't it, really? The, uh, I know Barbu comes on the podcast now. <laughs> Excuse me. He's uh, He messaged me again today and said, he said, I'm banging the drum again for Barnet up front. Now, we've seen that. Did we see it against Shrewsbury to start yeah. with? And Shrewsbury. then we saw... Yeah. And then we saw it in Newport, didn't we? Is yeah. there a case? Is there a case now for that <clears throat> to be more permanent, um, or do we think that perhaps a Ford or somebody? I mean, you know, it just seems a weird move to make at the moment. This, doesn't it? It's there's got to be either a, a, an injury, a position change, or somebody's leaving for it. Or, you know, because. This, this, I'm adamant it'll be Lou, it'll be McAlinden that leaves the squad at the expense of Bolton. I think yeah. that's the player he's been brought in to sort of replace in the squad. Squad. Um, I just don't. I, it's like I'm scratching my head, going. I, it doesn't seem to, at the moment. It doesn't make sense. This does it? No, it, I don't understand. I'm going to repeat myself, but I think if you play Mullins in the middle with two lads either side of him, that go to I a think, three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, good point you mentioned about McLean's been up front a couple of times, hasn't he? Now, obviously, you won't get as much pace up there, but no. the cleverness and the, the finesse that he's got um, and played at a higher level. And now that Mendy's back, does that slightly release him a little bit more, maybe? Maybe. It's going to be really interesting to see how this one plays out because it's just not a very natural um, spot that's available and, you know, there's a real need for it. Um so, but people have been crying out for pace. I'm not yeah. sure this is the position necessarily that they were crying out for, for pace for, because it seemed to be the strikers and the de- the defenders that we were crying out for pace rather than at the uh, uh, wide. But you know, it's the, the only position we've got pace in. <laughs> yeah, it is because ironically, you know, Barney's got a little bit of pace, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Fordy a little bit less so. Uh, well, it certainly appears like that. I don't know what their uh, what the club stats tell us. Um, uh, John said we've got enough to go up anyway Barney was great last season save the money for Arthur and the summer window throwing money at average players makes no sense uh, I think I agree with elements of that I agree with elements of that and of course this week we sort of found out that uh, Oconquo isn't going to be signing permanently with us so that appears that he's uh, he's playing the game doesn't it yeah um, is, uh, is how I would describe it so Um. Looking for high quality furniture for your home? 
Look no further than J. Scott's furnishings in Mark Wheel. With a wide selection of contemporary and classic styles and a showroom packed full of exceptional furniture from leading manufacturers, you'll find the perfect pieces to suit your taste and budget. With over 60 years of experience and our expert design team, we'll help you create a space that's both beautiful and functional. From sofas to dining sets, bedroom suites to home solutions, we've got it all. So why wait? Visit us today at the Old School in Mark Wheel or visit our website jscottfurnishers.co.uk J. Scott's Furnishings in Mark Wheel where style meets affordability Should we move on then? Should we talk, should we talk transfers before we, yeah. uh, before we finish? Um, Richie is the all-seeing eye in terms of transfers, and you are now going to tell us three players we are going to sign before Thursday at 10 o'clock, Richie. And one of them can't be Luke Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of more average strikers in, in League One who score between five <laughs> to nine goals. Um, we haven't already been linked to. Um, we've had Alan, Aaron Collins over the weekend. Uh, Jack average. Manning. Aaron Collins wasn't average. Well, this he, he year, hit a peak, but then he fell away, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. Now, the touch on. Let's hold on to that thought. So the update on that seems to be that Collins is going to Blackburn, doesn't it? That, that it's going to be about a million quid. Is that what I, is it? I haven't seen that. No. Yeah. Will he uh, get in? <laughs> Peter Rourke, Peter Rourke put that out yesterday. So uh, that one seems to be. Uh, that one needs to be uh, seems seems to be from the outside, and of course that could be an agent uh, manipulating the situation to yeah. uh, force our hand to up up a bid or up a salary or something. But yeah, that's the uh, that's that's the latest on on him, which is a shame because he looked like I thought he looked like he could be a good partner for Mulls. But uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, um, go on. Any more? Jack Marriott, obviously, he's been Jack mentioned. Marriott. Yeah, what were your thoughts when you when that one came out? Uh, the Jack Marriott who burst onto the scene at uh, Derby, yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Um, the latter one, though. Uh, there's a reason, obviously, he ended up at Fleetwood. Um, so obviously, he hasn't been as prolific as he was in his early years. Um, has he still got his pace? I don't know. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen much of him. Um, because he hasn't scored many goals, so normally that's how you get your. Your highlights, isn't it, on the TV? Yeah, um, and on social media. So yeah, it, and again, we you know we spent every podcast the last month talking about Johnson Clark Harris, haven't we? And it looks, I don't know what I'm not hearing anything concrete for him now. So it's going to be something last minute for him, if at all, isn't it? Yeah, and just I don't know, Parky. I wonder why. Is it the club? Maybe a different um, tactic. We never seemed. We never used to wait, did we? We were always sort of. I'm not saying we went gung ho. Yeah, we went. We didn't go in gung ho, but we we sort of. And it might not be. It might be that the players might not want to come. You know, we can't just say, yeah. "Oh, because we them, they all want to come here," and we're going to give you twelve thousand pound a week. Um, you know, you've got to be careful. You don't upset the other guys, haven't you? Yeah. Um, because obviously that's, you know, and then we've got the guy from Wigan as well, haven't we, Humphrey? Humphreys, though that apparently they've, uh, uh, I think, I, I'm sure I read on Twitter that uh, maybe Nathan or Rich from Rob Ryan Red had said that's a no go now. Right. Uh, for Stephen Humphreys, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Um, 
the other one you'll have to get his get his name for me though is the midfielder from Newport. No, the is it the, not the right wing back McLaughlin? Oh, was it? Oh, sorry, I thought it was a yeah. midfielder. No, well, you know he's a right wing back, so I'm guessing oh. it was. I'm, my my initial thoughts were that we were obviously went in for him and for yeah. Bolton, and whatever's happened has happened, and we've ended up with Bolton. So whether we've preferred him or whether we couldn't get any joy with Newport, given the fact that they've just been taken over, so obviously don't necessarily need the money, etc. Do they now? So no. um, uh, or whether it was just a no go being two Welsh clubs, I don't, I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean, think. Um, I mean, I would have said we needed a centre back. Yeah, but maybe Parky sort of said, "No, well, the lads are back fit now." Um, allegedly, obviously, we've seen Tonicliff. Yeah, we um, did. Yeah, come on for a bit, but it's a bit of a gamble to take, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you've got you've got Tozer, Tonicliff, and Hayden who are all out of contract. Uh, Hayden and Tonicliff. Uh, notoriously injury prone. To be fair to Tozer, he's robust, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think he's missed a game through injury as such no, from no. memory. Um, so, um, so yeah, I think, um, I think I expect. I thought we would centre half would have been the place we'd have gone, but uh, there's been very little links there. Uh, just another one from John here. What happened to the Irish lad Hale, Ronan Hale? That was, wasn't it? All gone yeah. quiet again on him, hasn't it? All yeah, quiet. It's, uh, it's um, I've got to be honest, we're scrambling around, don't we? Uh, for any indications or links. I mean, it feels like that from the outside, but I'm sure within the confines of the war room, um, in uh, Fleur's hut outside the car park in the car park of the race course, I'm sure they've got it all mapped out on a board. If we don't get him, we're going to get him. We've got a bid in for him already, and. Uh, you know, I'm sure they've all got it planned out and it's all going hunky-dory and they're loving it whilst we're all scrambling around not really having a clue what's uh, what's what exactly is going on. Uh, there's a blast from the past, though. Michael Starkey says, Saidu Khan. Again, gone quiet. We, we It's gone quiet from after we played him. Do you remember we, we played him virtually as that rumour came out, didn't we? And he had a shocker. <laughs> and since then, it's been like... It's as if we've watched him and gone, uh, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'd be an, an interesting one. Is for a bit of homework for our American colleagues. Is is there any players that have been rumoured, maybe from <laughs> MLS to come over? Starkey, I think we. <laughs> Starkey, <laughs> we could keep him. I love that uh, MLS players. Well, or anybody is. I don't know if it's a market. We're looking into, but I think this can't be far away until so it's something which we're going to. Uh... Chicharito for a day, won't it? Do you remember <laughs> that? Yeah, the uh... Starkey, you're not coming in here anymore, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be seeing Landon Donovan next. Uh, can we have Alexi Lalas? We need a centre half. Can we have? La do you remember Alexi Lalas? I do. Yeah. The uh, the uh, flame head. Very. Uh, I think he's really senior now. He's he's. Uh... He's really, uh, he's really high up, I think, in uh, in a, in uh, US football. Um, Aaron said he'd like us to get a defender that can stay healthy. Uh, yeah, I mean, would you sacrifice a pacey defender for one that can stay fit? Is the question. Uh, no, we because this team needs pace. Yeah, um, it does. It, it's crying out for pace. I think um, we spoke about it in one of the earlier pods. 
MK just looked. I know it. We've got the American factor in that, but they just looked so much quicker than us um, everywhere, all over the pitch. And other teams have done it to us, haven't they? You know, Stockport did it to us, and that hates me to say that. Really does. Yeah. Walsall did it to us um, away. You know, just after Christmas as well. So we've got to have some pace, unfortunately. Interestingly. Moesa, who ripped us apart, or was one of the front two with Lecco, wasn't it, I believe? Yeah. Um, it's just signed for Exeter today, so um, he's uh, out of our hair, because they're a league above us, if memory serves. Um, so he's uh, he's out of our hair. Um, no news from the USA, says uh, Stone of Combat, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm adamant that, uh, I remember getting in a conversation with people on Twitter about this, I'm adamant that it's a work permit issue predominantly, is the is the challenges that you have when you're bringing people from abroad, uh, otherwise I think we would have uh, tapped that. Um, we must have been really unlucky in some of the ones we've had in before then. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm not sure how we've got some of the Flinidadians, there must have been loopholes in the... Uh, in the yeah. Uh, Sean found us a six foot five pacey centre back and then sold him to Barnsley. It would appear, uh, so um, uh, that was uh, that. That's gone very quick. Uh, John has just realised Sean is in the chat and then uh, wished him well, which is fine. Um, we've missed Tom O'Connor the last few weeks. I was thinking about this before because I was I was uh, I can't remember what I was listening to but I, I, I maybe I was just a Twitter conversation I saw with people saying we missed Tom O'Connor last night and I was just trying to think would we have been any better with Tom O'Connor would we have won it does he make the difference and I'm just thinking about him as a player and a center half more so I'm not sure I think they were still too quick and too mobile and too agile and too clever at their passing and moving. I don't think it would have helped us enough anyway to win the game, but it would have helped us on Saturday against Salford, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, if I remember right, he played midfield, didn't he, at Coventry last year in the FA Cup? He scored a goal. I can't yeah. remember where he was playing in that game, though. I think, I'm sure he did play in midfield. Um, and I think he, you know, we all looked and thought, yeah, this lad, you can tell. He's at that level type of thing. Yeah. But then, like you say, would it have made a massive difference last night? Because I think just the pace and the power they had. Um, interesting that somebody put, I know obviously on these League Two uh, banter pages and people were giving us a bit of sticking at us because, you know, that we're just in their heads. Um, somebody said not one team in League One or League Two would have been able to beat Blackburn last night. And that wasn't from a Wrexham fan, by the way. Uh, interesting comment that just because of the pace and the power. They're not saying Blackburn, you know, they are struggling in the championship, but maybe because of the room that we give them, yeah. made them look a little, a lot better than what they actually are. Not to say they haven't got some good players there and they didn't deserve to win, but um, that was an interesting comment now. Uh, so Starkey's on, still on the Tom O'Connor, still too pacey at that level. Tom O'Connor wouldn't have replaced George last night and would have played centre back. Give Max the minutes and let him grow. Um, yeah, I don't. I it, maybe we concede one less goal, but you still go out the competition, so it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, so I kind of, uh, I kind of agree with that. Uh, so what are we expecting this week then, uh, Richie? Uh, in transfer wise, do we think we'll get a couple done? Why? So we've got till Thursday night at ten o'clock UK time, haven't we? Um, yeah. 
So what are we uh, what are we thinking before we come to the last of the comments? Because a few a few will keep coming in, which we'll uh, we will uh, finish up with that in a minute. What are you? What are we thinking? Are we thinking? Are we feeling a bit like? Are they just so good at keeping secrets now that they they are comfortable and have got know what they're going to do? Or do you think they are scrambling around like you know fools? And do you think we will get a couple in? And who comes out the squad if they come in? I think they definitely told them not to go to Morrison's or the Shell Garage. Um, <laughs> um, no, I think <clears throat> I think we need to, and I'll say why we need to. I'm not listen. It'd be great for us to win the league. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've got three positions to go for. Worst case scenario, obviously the dreaded playoffs. But we've mm. got to start looking ahead to next year and this squad. And like we've said, there's going to be a lot of casualties in the summer. People yeah. going. Um, so. If we can get them in and around the team or the ones who are going to be staying next year, because obviously we've got people who are still in contracts, then I would say if you've got a chance to bring them in. I think we, the days have gone where we're not going to go and pay absolute ridiculous two or £300,000 more than what uh, these clubs want. And I think that could be a big stumbling block as well, couldn't it? You know, if, say, Stockport rock up for a player, say Alfie May, for example, at Charlton, yeah. It's five hundred grand. Wrexham rock up, Sean Harvey. Oh, it's eight hundred grand. Yeah, you've the got the money. Tax. Yeah, it is, and that's uh, that can be a big thing. I think we hey, do need to just on that though. There's the irony yeah. to that is that the guy who owns Stockport owns <laughs> half the skyscrapers in Manchester city centre, doesn't he? That's yeah. how he's got his money. Yeah, which it's worth know, about four hundred million quid <laughs> or something daft. I think. I know. Well, Ryan will just, it's only worth one of Ryan's businesses, isn't it, really? Well, the well. fashion, yeah. But that's, just, that's not the point, <laughs> yeah, is it? It's still yeah, relative. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just think it's 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 like a big anti against Wrexham, isn't it? But, you know, Man City got used to it. We'll just have to get used to it, won't we? Um, but yeah, we definitely need two. I think you're right in McElwinden as one to go out of the squad. Um, yeah. And I did try to do a bit of digging to see what you mentioned about McFazdeen. Last week, you know about whether. Yes. Oh yeah. How, how does that? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get. I, I went a bit, bit of a troll on the EFL site and. Oh, it's a nightmare. It's just like a three thousand page book that you just no chance yeah. of finding what you actually need. It's a disaster, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, um, but I think the more I think about it, I think that actually um, would make sense, and maybe yeah. it might be that McFazdeen is the one. Um, it's about his, his his appetite, you know. Does he want to play football? Yeah. You know, to me, I would. So I would, you know, look to maybe go on loan somewhere at least. Yeah, I think McFadden will drop back out now. Mendy and uh, Mendy's back, obviously, isn't yeah. he from uh, from his African Cup of Nations and McLean. Um, so I'm expecting him to be uh, uh, not seen, back in the reserves, loaned out, move, whatever, let go, whatever. Uh, I think obviously Hosanna's not going to come back in, is he? Um, that's no. clearly not going to happen. Um, and then as they come in, we've got to ship. We've got to ship out, haven't we? So yeah. I think McAlinden drops out for Bolton if this deal happens. So big quotation marks, uh, air quotes. If um, and then if like if you bring a striker in, if you bring a defender in, who's dropping? Who's dropping out? <laughs> it's like. Oof. Whereas before we had we well, could... the striker one. To be fair, the striker one's probably obvious. It's probably Bicker, Bickers, unfortunately for him, isn't it? Yeah, he will drop out if a striker comes in. So that one's probably a little bit more. 
Um, although, if obviously, Wimbledon have got a million-odd pound in their pockets now since they sold um, their star striker. I wonder yeah. how much they how much do they love Oli Palmer? I wonder whether, Jake, there's a loan agreed in principle, and if somebody comes in, yeah. he goes out on loan, maybe. That yeah, might sure. maybe maybe be an idea. Maybe I don't know. I think he needs to go to the National League. I think, you know, yeah. not National League South or the Welsh Prem. He needs to get, like, keep saying it, team like Altrincham or something like that uh, would be... Uh, Play every week. Yeah, definitely. Be, um, to be playing, yeah. I think defenders, I mean, we don't know how long Tom O'Connor's out for even though he's a midfielder. Um, but I wouldn't put him out of the squad. So it's one of them, isn't it? We don't get to know. You Then you're waiting, really, for one of ours to get injured again, aren't you? It's just, here's a thought. So you bring a centre-half. Naturally, you think if you bring a centre-half in, a defender probably drops out. Of that back three, which position do you think we need covering the most? Oh. Is it if, probably the left centre back? Does he like the Tom left footer? If Tom O'Connor's back in two weeks, yeah, then no. It's a centre half, the middle. Do you um, not think O'Connell can play that? From like what I've seen, I, I know he did. I just think you've got to get up to match fitness, haven't you? Which is a, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that. Um, I do understand that. I just think the last couple of times I've seen him. He didn't pull up any uh, trees at Newport. Um, I know he come on in a difficult situation where we had ten men, but he's, he's not been great as he lately. That's the uh, that's the way. At one point, I thought he was going to be he'll take over from Soldier at the start of next year. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's what. That's why I said I, yeah. I I thought he did all right there when he covered for Toza yeah. when he was uh, when Toza was having uh, some time off. But um and. Just look going ahead to Saturday, would would he contemplate resting Tozer? Give him a break. Um not saying it's been his fault, we've lost the last two games. But you've got to look, you know, we haven't no, he wouldn't. Goals, haven't we? He's not gonna to drop Tozer on Saturday, he's not gonna drop him. He hasn't got enough fit bodies that are match fit to uh, mm. to take the risk. And you can't play Evans there, I'm afraid, because we no. lose in midfield then, don't we? Yeah. And we need we definitely need him in midfield. Just on that, you said about bringing a defender in. Would Luke Young maybe drop out the squad? So, <clears throat> um, this is why I'm trying to work out, do, would it be directly, would you do like for like? So, if a striker comes in, is it a striker that goes? If a defender comes in, is it still Bickerstaff that drops out or is it a defender that drops out? Hmm. It, this is what we don't know Parky's thoughts, do we? This is what makes it difficult, but makes it fun for me. Because um, I I enjoy thinking about it and talking about it, but it's not as you know, you're then left looking stupid when Parky does something different. So naturally, you think if we signed a midfielder, although we have we been I don't think we've there's been no links to one, but there wasn't to Evans to be fair. That was like you know deadline day out of nowhere we've got Evans. If a midfielder comes in, it looks like Luke is bottom of the pile at the moment, doesn't it? In terms of favor, how favoured he is. He's not even on the bench last night. Jordan Davis was back on the bench. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. He'd been yeah. injured for, was it been three weeks or something? Yeah, it was, whatever, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever it was. And out, out of nowhere, Davis is back in and Luke Young's nowhere to be seen again. So you'd have to say that looks ominously like if a midfielder did come in, it's not unfair to say that that looks like what would happen, wouldn't it? You would, you know, 
you would be, you know, you would be leaving him out or letting him go. Is it the fact that Luke wasn't involved because maybe he's going? Didn't think of that. That could be. Didn't uh, think of that. I would have presumed he would have been on the bench. I think a lot of people. I think I'd have put him on the bench instead of Jordan Davis, given the fact that Davis was. Unless I mean, he could be injured. Maybe, maybe he's yeah. injured. Maybe he's but, injured. Um, thinking them. Um, I thought uh, I saw pictures of him at the get at the game, though. I thought he travelled with the squad. Maybe I've maybe I've dreamt that. It'd be interesting to see would anybody and you know have we got is there any interest in any of ours potentially go out? Yeah, uh, not heard. Not heard. Take all the, all the big guys out, the big hitters, but you know the fringe players, as we'd call them. Has anyone come out and said you know? But is Jordan is is Jordan going to make a difference? to the squad between now and the end of the season? You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> because I, um, I'm i not his biggest fan. For me, the type of player I like, I like I like our sort of players to work a la Elliot Lee. You know, if you, even if you're going to create and score, I still want you to work. And that's not Jordan's natural game. I think he likes to float and be a bit freer. Um, um, so, and I'm of the, th I'm of the thought that I think, uh, that position where we will upgrade the competition for Lee in the summer, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so I think we, cause we will want to be able to rest him and we will want somebody that Parky trusts. So you're probably asking, what do you think? Do you, th what do you think about George? I think I said about a couple of months ago now, he's got a left foot. Mendy went away, obviously, then Jordan got injured, didn't he? Yeah. But it would have been nice to rest McLean. Um, I know he gets stronger in the games, but even if he just sat out one game, he was on the bench, you know. But he seems, would you be able, I think, did he, Accrington, he went on left wing back, I think maybe towards the end of the game. Um, tested think, me knowledge, tested me brain now. I think he stuck him out there for that game and everyone sort of went, oh, nowhere. But, you know, he's yeah. got all the athletes to play that game, to play that position. It's just, I don't know, maybe it's a, it's a mindset or something, but he oh. needs to have a good, Richie a disappeared. good end of the season because <clears throat> I think he could be one of the ones who's, uh, who, who's gone in the summer, if not. Yeah, I think. Uh, it's, and again, we've got, it's injuries, isn't it? It's injuries all the time. That's the players, you know, you, you, we we need that availability, so maybe you sacrifice a little bit on the quality compared to what you might have wanted. But let's have some availability. Um, yeah. Okay, let's finish up with a couple of a couple of comments, and then we'll we'll we will uh, we will bail. So John again said, "Love the guy, but his park he's so rigid that he won't change formation." Everything that we read before Phil Parkinson came to the club said he was rigid and he didn't change, but at his other clubs. He didn't play three five two, I don't think. So, which was weird. So, uh, I, he does vary ever so slightly. Reactionary though, doesn't he? In a game, he'll go to that four 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 two with a diamond. Yeah. And we tried that three four three earlier in the season. But like, if somebody said to you, "Do you think Phil Parkinson's going to change the formation this weekend?" I mean, it, I can blink quicker than I have to think about the answer to that. Yeah. Are you the same? Do you think he has yeah. any chance? Yeah. I, there was a point, wasn't there, when he first took over. Um, I think Torquay away in the January we lost. Um, and there was people were starting to get a bit 
and but, see. Before Aldi come in, Aldi come in, people were starting. There was a few rumblings, wasn't there? Toes are uh, into midfield was the what was that we were needing to change and all that. Yeah. Um, will he change? No. Should he change? If the man will say, look at the, you know, look at the proofs in the pudding. It's the first time we've lost two games in a row under him. You know, have we ever had a manager ever like that? Uh, no. No. So, um, you know, and yeah, you can talk about different levels and that, whatever. I just think we've been tested a lot more probably this year, injuries-wise, than what we have done previous seasons. Um, and it would be nice, but then, and I don't mean this in a nasty way, he's he's the wrong side of 50, if that makes sense. Because I think a younger manager would maybe go for it and change it. But then you do open yourself up to bigger risks then, don't you? Yeah. Um, of losing games. So if you've got a tried and tested method, why would you want to change it? Is that And that's what I think his, his mindset is. Uh, okay, I, I agree. Um, I don't think he'd change it. <laughs> uh, John, back again, though. Three up front, like you mentioned, Mendy, Lee, Evans, Barnett, and oh, you know, Connell or Tom O'Cosa. Yeah, fundamentally, I, I would be really intrigued to see if he just... I think we've seen it twice at different points. He's hinted at it a little bit. It'd just be interesting to see whether he gets brave and does it. It's going to be really interesting if this Bolton comes in to see what happens. Um to be fair. Um, Cryptic saying hello. I think Cryptic is in Australia, but I could be wrong. Um, so good evening, Cryptic. And Sean. Sean's, we'll, we'll end with Sean. So Sean's going to throw a player at us here. All right. So can I put a player out there for you? Do you touch him? Can he be a project? Is his past too negative? Because as a player, he could be a reclamation project. Are you ready for this? Go on. <clears throat> So, uh, Jack Simpson was at Cardiff, suspended for six games at the start of the season, then split from the Cardiff by consent, and they don't see landed. Um, so, <clears throat> interesting. He'd be on big money at Cardiff. Um, I mean, he won't be fussy. He'll just want a club to go to. But um, I've not seen him linked with any, but I've not seen whether he's actually been picked up or whether he's been linked with anybody. Um, but. You know, there are there are stories out there all the time. Like there's players with a bit of a, you know, that you can do something with um, that have had some trouble that you might turn around. But um, I think Parky seems to favour tried, tested, experienced, no hassle. We've got the Parky Plonker test that you've got to pass, haven't we? You know, um, the, you know you've got to go and sit with him in Garden Park, probably in the spa. In the seat in the sauna while he quizzes you and asks you some questions. Um, so, um, not he's, sure about that one. He is renowned. Uh, another footballing podcast that I, I watch, he's renowned. He does not like confrontation. Yeah, he will. Um, if he'll say, Oh, come and see me in the office after the after the training, he's got um, what's it got? Evacuation chair just straight underneath the office and he's straight into the car park. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's that, that's been told a few times by numerous players. Is that right? Yeah, he was played for definitely. Well, I, you learn something new every day. That is, uh, that he's got he's got an emergency shoot. <laughs> um, so we go to Salford. Are you going? No, I nearly uh, nearly went in their end, but um, I decided oh. against it in the end. I, uh, 
<laughs> I didn't hope I did. That's amazing. All right. Well, uh, you'll you'll listen to it, of course, won't you? Yes, yes, of course, yeah. Course I mean, you can go in Sean's. Obviously, you should go into Sean's watch party and uh, and see what's going on, because uh, that is the best way, obviously, of uh, of seeing it. So, um, yeah, yeah, we will um, we'll 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 leave it there, shall we? What's for tea tonight? Have you had your tea? What you haven't? I haven't had any tea yet. I'm starving. I don't even know. I have to see. I might fancy a chicken burger. I think a chicken burger. Yeah. Chicken I, burger. I didn't well, give the you... any money for my. Oh today. no! Yeah. So I'll will get. You, the... Will you make said chicken burger, or will said chicken burger arrive from said takeaway? Uh, I will make it. Put the oven on and make it. Oh, and which button do you use to switch the oven on, Richie? Is a <laughs> test for you. It's got to be the two of them, must not it? Because you got to get the temperature, oh. and got to get the power. All right. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm convinced by that answer. Um, <laughs> all right. So we shall leave it there, and we will uh, we'll come back next week sometime. We'll see if the well, well, it might be me and you again, given that Alex gave us a list of dates that he's available. Yeah, he's uh... <laughs> he's, uh, he's. I don't. Know, I'm, I'm not sure now. I'm I'm, I'm going to review his contract, and we'll see what's going on. Yeah, he's, he's but hopefully for uh, under ninety five percent attendance, I think. I think I think yeah we might be uh, formal HR action I think it will be the it will be the thing. Um all right we'll uh, we'll finish there and then we'll uh, we'll see what we do this week but we desperately need an away win. We need an away win and some fresh faces. Yeah, I'd take that straight away definitely. All right mate. Well, thanks very much mate and I will speak yeah, to no you worries. next week. Okay, doke. Running around the Kairos anymore But that's been a football club here since 1864 Trying to do the town or city proud Playing under the massive floodlights of the racecourse ground Shine, you'll hear our cries. Hold our hands up as the Welsh dragon flies. We're loyal supporters on a lifelong journey. We'll live in hope, but we'll die in Cadbury. I've been telling everyone I see. I've been telling. I've been telling everyone to listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league We've had the best home talent like Joey Jones And his best made Mickey T Di Davis was a druid, he loved Cumbri And his namesake Jordan on a scoring spree Legends from far afield like Trinidad 
Back in the football league 